Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. This show is guided by Socrates' famous formula of SA plus P equals S. Self-awareness plus passion equals success. Since 1993, I have been Australasia's passion provocateur, provoking people, inspiring people to pursue their passion, to discover their passion through speeches, through workshops, through my books, Passionate People Produce, Passionate Performance, I've got another two books on the way that I told you about in one of the earlier episodes through executive coaching, through team coaching, lots of different ways. I believe that it's passion that makes life an amazing experience regardless of the hardships that we're going through. That's why I gave away my successful 20-year career as a corporate and tax lawyer in 1993. This show is guided by Socrates' famous principle, the unexamined life is not worth living. Each week I share with you one big idea, and it's one big idea because then you can use it during the week between episodes, you can integrate it in your life, you can become aware of the principle in your life if you are attracted to the principle, and then you can start to use it, and therefore remember it. The key to learning is repetition. We get an idea, if we don't repeat it, it's gone. So I urge you, if something appeals to you in these episodes, repeat it, practice it, understand how it might play a big part in your life. But I believe every one of these big ideas can create massive positive changes in your life. They certainly have in mind. And I have assured you before and I assure you each time that I never share with you anything in this program that I don't do myself. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket, my passion jacket. Red is the color of passion. And I love this jacket and it sticks in people's minds. So when you have a color that is linked to you, use it. Yours might be purple. Yours might be black. Yours might be black and white. Each week I share with you practical and simple resources tied into the one big idea. A song, a book of the week, a quote, some humour, a spiritual tip, a health tip. This is not a politically correct show. And it's certainly influenced by spiritual elements of our humanness. I believe we have a spirit, a soul, and I believe the human spirit is an amazing, amazing thing. And I think the evidence about our spirituality is so overwhelming that I don't subscribe to the idea that when we die, that's the finish. So it plays a big part in my work. It plays a big part in this show. So... Before I get to the big idea, what's happened this week? Well, the coronavirus lockdowns are easing somewhat in Australia. Certainly not in my state of Victoria. Well, sorry, much less quickly. In Victoria, where we have a very left-wing, 
almost socialist government of Chairman Dan Andrews. He calls him his Premier, but if, uh, I like to think of him as the Chairman. He's in big trouble, his government, this week and continues to be because of his outrageous contract arrangement that has been not fully disclosed with China, the Belt and Road Initiative. The whole issue around lockdowns, I have been, I'd say somewhat circumspect in this show. I've been encouraging you to make up your own minds. I have certainly made up my mind to this moment in time. I've spent vast amounts of time during the lockdown reading, researching, watching alternative media. I reject the Australian government, the Victorian government's view of the necessity for this lockdown. I consider it's been a gross overreaction. I always thought it was a gross overreaction. I urge you to form your view on it. However, if your only source of information is mainstream media, then you are sadly misinformed. You are Ignorant. Now, the question of whether it's innocent ignorance or negligent ignorance or criminal ignorance, that's a different, there are different layers of ignorance. But mainstream media, it's outrageous how it has limited alternative views. And there are global experts who have been excluded from the mainstream media on this question of what is this virus actually about? Why are those experts being excluded? And I say there's an agenda behind this. I reject the reason for the lockdowns. I reject the taking away of our human freedoms and the house arrest that we've gone through. And I point out the argument of the Australian government was we had to flatten the curve before we could go back to normal. Good. Well, we've flattened the curve The point is, the conversation is around herd immunity. How are we going to get herd immunity if people aren't mixing with anybody? I'm passionate about this, and this idea that we shut down our society for this idea of compassion, I say to you, the deaths of despair arising from this lockdown in Australia and right around the world are going to be far greater than the deaths from coronavirus. And don't be fooled when numbers are published that say these persons, these people died from coronavirus. No, they died with it, not of it or from it. Big distinction. Now, if you simply want to accept the government line, and I suggest to you that the people making the decisions in the government are in fact not affected by this. That's politicians, bureaucrats, trade unionists, and the medical profession, none of whom have had an income hit, none of whose careers have been affected. They're the ones making these decisions. It has led to vast numbers of unemployed. And during the week, I continue to work with Colin Benjamin, a genius, a man totally committed to reducing unemployed in this country and right around the world. And he has a magnificent jobs creation strategy that we're trying to get the attention of the federal government to buy into. The the key idea of this jobs creation strategy is to match willing workers with jobs. And this job matching is crucial because the government bodies, the government bureaucracy that tries to get people jobs are not good at matching 
people's preferences to particular jobs. Colin has got a magnificent system, a magnificent technology that's been developed through Life Be In It, that organisation that was founded in Victoria in the 1970s. And if any of you want information about that, please send me an email. That email is on the screen and in the show notes. I will happily share the jobs creation strategy with you. It is the most important thing that's going to reduce the risks of the deaths of despair. In America, the research is clear. Australia's research is not as clear and certainly it's not as dramatic, the impact of the deaths of despair of unemployment. But in America, 1% increase in unemployment leads to 58,000 additional deaths over the course of the next five years from suicide, from drug dependency, from violence. It is a massive cost. And our Australian government has been absolutely negligent in taking into account that cost. But I'm still working on helping people find their jobs with Life Be In It and Colin Benjamin. The other thing we've been doing during the week, Julie and I, is exercise every day. My bike riding continues. We've been attending webinars. I've had some great ideas from webinars this week. I hope you've been attending webinars. And I hope while this the the changes that we're going through on this lockdown have enabled you to get deeply into some learning of new skills here's an opportunity to learn one of my rules is that you invest five percent of your time in learning each week that's eight hours a week well during this lockdown there's an opportunity to do that learning and the webinars that have become available and the new technology has really been an eye-opener for me and for others. It will mean, of course, that I'll be running seminars for global audiences via Zoom, via online programs. And so that's going to make my content more available to people when I'm doing it on a commercial basis for companies, for global companies. But I hope you have been taking advantage of these webinars. And I hope when you attend a webinar, I suggest to you that you take copious notes because the writing of the notes while you are listening gives you a deeper learning experience. One great idea that I got from these webinars was that to recover from the lockdowns, the world needs entrepreneurs. I am an entrepreneur. But if you're an entrepreneur, the world needs you. The world needs creative, innovative thinking. It's entrepreneurial thinking that's going to help the world solve these remarkable problems that we've got. New problems as a consequence of this radical shift. So tap into your entrepreneurial spirit. I might point out to you as a father of five children that children have the entrepreneurial spirit of innovation of creativity. We all have it. It's time to unlock it. You have to start thinking in many cases how else you want to make your contribution in your in work, in your career, in your income earning, and the world will pay you for solving problems. Well, there are a lot of problems out there. You can be paid for doing so. One of the other ways to be paid these days, if cash is tight, is through the barter process. And there are a number of barter platforms available where quite sophisticated computer technology is available for you to barter with many, many different businesses. 
So contemplate that as well. If you want information on that, let me know. Now, for today's big idea. Before I do, I invite you to subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, which has the same content, but you can see me smiling sometimes. There's a smile. There you are. That's for those of you who are watching the channel. Thank you for being on this channel. Go and visit our two websites, covest.com, which is for corporate programs and public programs. You can subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder. And charlescovest.com has the full details of the Self-Awareness and Passion Quest, a group coaching program that I'm just about to launch. It has a lot of detail there, and it will provoke some thinking as you read through the content on that website. Well, today's big idea, as you saw from the title of this topic, it's a fine line between these two. As Chrissy Amphlett would have said, and I'm going to give you a bit of a hint here, because I'm going to take great pleasure in having my addiction fulfilled, this magnificent stuff called coffee. I love it. It's a fine line between pleasure and pain. You've done it once, you can do it again. It's a fine line between these two, pleasure and pain. That's today's big idea. In an earlier episode, I've talked about the basis on which you make your decisions. Are they made on the basis of love or its opposite, fear? Love makes you expand. Fear shrinks you, contracts you. Go back and watch that episode to get more information about that. But now I'm talking about pleasure and pain. And it's quite subtle, the distinction between what motivates us. Okay, we want more pleasure. We want less pain, unless, of course, you're a masochist, in which case you want more pain because it gives you pleasure. But the emotions that drive us, the feelings that drive us, can be love or fear. And how does pleasure and pain tie into this? Well, if I'm scared of something, if I'm fearful of something, that fear is tied into the pain that I'm going to experience from that experience. What what I'm fearful of is the pain. And then when I wake up in the morning, I love to have coffee. Coffee gives me great pleasure. I love it, but we can use the word love in many ways, but love and pleasure, things that I love, they give me pleasure. The things that are painful, I fear. What you attach pleasure to, what you attach pain to, creates your future. And what's remarkable is because you are a weirdo, your pleasure-pain equation is different to every person on the planet. Every person on the planet. What you attach pleasure to, what you attach pain to, I'm saying this again, creates your destiny because if you attach pain to something, you will avoid it. In an earlier episode, I talked about cold showers. Cold showers are painful. I have friends that I swim with who are presently swimming in Port Phillip in the ocean and without a wetsuit. And tomorrow is winter and the water is about 12 degrees. It's very cold. My cold showers are cold. 
but I do the pain. I, I go through the pain. I will tell you why. If you spend your life avoiding pain and only seeking pleasure, you will become nothing like what you're capable of becoming. And your awareness around your pleasure-pain equation helps you make decisions. You can't pull a weed out of the garden until you've identified it. When you are aware of why you are doing what you do, then you can make a conscious decision to say, no, I don't have to be trapped in that existing pleasure-pain modality. I don't have to be trapped in accepting that this is pleasure, this is pain, or that I am going to avoid that pain. Now, let me give you some examples. I love triathlons. I love swimming. Most people on the planet don't love triathlons and they don't love swimming. I love golf. I love Julie. Now, it's hard to imagine that not everybody loves Julie, but, you know, there are people who don't love Julie. I love my mum. I associate pleasure with Aussie rules football. I associate pleasure with sport. And I associate pain with almost, not so much physical pain, but psychological pain. And in my self-awareness journey, I have observed that I avoid the pain of rejection. And interestingly, that has helped me in my marketing and selling of services and helping companies have their salesmen overcome their selling ability because it is the fear, the pain associated with rejection, the pain associated with failure that stops people being successful. And it's the, we often say the fear of failure, the fear of rejection. And it is a fear because we, if we are rejected, it hurts us. It hurts us emotionally. So I urge you to start thinking about the pleasure-pain equation and whether or not you are spending your life avoiding pain. I want to give you an example of the pleasure and pain attached to discipline. I do the exercise and most Australians do not do sufficient exercise so that they're in good physical shape. In fact, the numbers are damning in Australia. The 62% of Australians, adults, are overweight or obese. So let me give you a practical example of the pleasure-pain equation attached to discipline. It is painful to be disciplined. Almost inherent in the word discipline is pain. So if you embrace the pain of discipline, what is the pleasure? Well, let me give you three examples, mind, body and spirit. At the mind level, if you are disciplined in your work, you will have the pleasure of earning more money. You will have the pleasure of succeeding in your career you will have the pleasure of advancing in your organization at a physical level if you undertake the discipline of exercise you will have the freedom of enormous energy and health and the freedom of bodily movement because you have been exercising this body 
at a spiritual level, the discipline of prayer and meditation leads you to having a state of mind where fear plays a tiny little part in your life. As I said in an earlier episode, when we are born, we are born with two fears. Fear of loud noises, fear of falling. We then embrace all of these additional fears because our parents want to protect us. And yet those fears then control our behaviour. When you undertake the discipline of prayer and meditation, spiritual disciplines, you become free. Your mind becomes free. You unleash your spirit and the control of fear, the control of the perception of future pain does no longer have anywhere near the impact on your decision making that it used to. I promise you that your awareness around what is pleasure for you, what is pain for you, and then making the decision to change that equation will change your life. You, at any age that you are at, can make this decision to say, I am no longer going to spend my life avoiding that pain or that perception of pain. One other element. It is absolutely clear that pleasure and pain are motivators. We are motivated to avoid a pain. We are motivated to gain a pleasure. The truth is this. Most of us are driven to avoid today's pain than to gain tomorrow's pleasure. We avoid pain today and we give away future pleasure. And the principle is if you embrace the pain today, you will have pleasure in the future. Best example of that is physical health. If you are unhealthy, it is painful to go and exercise today, you gain the pleasure in the future. But what's more motivating, what is more powerful in our decision making is to avoid pain today. I urge you to be aware of this and therefore in your thinking you have to clarify what it is that you want in the future. What is your future pleasure? What is your future vision of your life? What are your goals? I'll be talking about that in future episodes. But this is why having a clear picture in your mind of your future ideal life helps you do the painful things today, helps you face the fears today. That's the idea. Therefore, this week's song by Chrissy Amphlett, of course, is Pleasure and Pain. It's a fine line. No, I won't sing it again for you. You don't have, to, don't have to listen to me again. But if you want to, send me an email and I'll send you a tape of me singing and playing the guitar. The book of the week. I first was made aware really clearly about the Pleasure Pain Equation by Tony Robbins. And so I recommend his book. I've loved his books. I've read a number of them. Awaken the Giant Within. The joke of the week is entirely related to pleasure and pain. And hopefully you think it's not politically correct. A general was sitting in the officer's mess with a major and a captain. They were having a discussion about whether sex was pleasure or pain. And the general said, no, it's 90% pleasure, 10% pain. And the captain said, no, no, it's 50-50. And the major said, no, no, it's 10% pleasure and 90% pain. 
And the general said, how are we going to sort this out? He said, oh, no, I'll call my Batman over. Calls his Batman over and says, well, what is it? And the Batman says, sir, quite clearly, sex is 100% pleasure. And the general looks at him quizzically and says, how do you figure that? And he says, sir, if there was any pain attached to it, you would have had me doing it on your behalf. So, pleasure and pain, is sex pleasure or pain for you or a mixture of both? Good question. My spiritual tip for you today is to think of your friends. F, friends, starts with F, one of the 10 Fs of spirituality that you've heard me talk about in earlier episodes. Think of one of your friends that you have not spoken to during this lockdown who may need you to be in touch with them. There are two benefits of this spiritual tip. Number one, you survey your friends and go, gosh, who are my friends actually? Not your Facebook friends, but who are your real friends? And secondly, have you taken the time to think about who needs you? That spiritual accessing of your heart, your soul, your spirit will do you good. My health tip of the week is, I've talked about exercise, my health tip is for you to explore the ketogenic diet. One of the best resources for the ketogenic diet, which, I, which I'm absolutely supportive of, is to go to oxymed.com.au. It has magnificent resources there, oxymed.com.au, run by a magnificent man called Mel Hooper who can solve amazing health problems with hyperbaric oxygen therapy. But his website has magnificent ketogenic diet, ketogenic regime information. It is a great way to have your body burn fat. I tell people, don't lose weight. Lose is a negative word. Burn fat. So if burning fat is a challenge for you, I urge you to look into ketogenic. If you want more information on that, send us an email. So, that's about the end of this week's show. I urge you to think about the big idea, the pleasure and pain equation that drives you. How do you want it to drive you? Are you living the life that you want to live? I hope I've inspired you, provoked you, to increase your self-awareness. I invite you again to visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. Subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder. Buy my books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance. Those books have changed people's lives. And until next week, may you have a passion-filled, inspiring, challenging, fun-filled week that enables you to make your contribution to this magnificent planet on which we live. I look forward to being with you and thank you for listening. Thank you for watching.